This is a weekly podcast about my journeys through life and the people that I meet along the way. And I've had a chance to interview them and and have them share some of their stories. So sit back, enjoy, and please comment or subscribe. Has an educational background. Um, you have your master's, uh, or your you went to school for education, uh, bachelor's, bachelor's in um, in in education. No, my bachelor's is actually in um, marketing management, but I also took two years of um, elementary school education. Okay, so all right. How I got interested in it. So it's it's actually remarkable because she's got three kids that you all homeschooled. Um, and they four total, but one's gone. Okay, four total. Yeah, there you go. I don't have to repeat it. Um, and and I and I and also we're living in a time where everything is about you know higher education and yeah. you know get yourself get your kids into school and so I was I wanted to ask Carol like like where did this concept of of education in modern day, oh, where did the concept of modern day education yeah. come into play like what what's happening there well yeah. are we well, I mean, delusionary <laughs> what's happening there we're in a very weird time mm. in history right now because the way that the educational system particularly in mm. this country but kind of all over the world but definitely in the united states came about was because of the industrial revolution um once people started building machines to do things, so engines and combustibles and things like that, building these factories, they didn't have a workforce. They didn't have people who knew how to operate these machines, who okay. could build these, <clears throat> these, these engines and stuff like that. And so they needed basically a workforce, people to run these, these machines or whatever. And so our educational system was built to produce a workforce for the industry. Yeah, so, yeah right, right. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, you come in at five, this is what you learn in kindergarten, this is what you, they set it up as a you know, 13 year deal, so five to 18 kind of thing. You learn, everyone learns the same thing at the same time in the same class. You know, um, they test you so that they know that you know the exact same thing as the kid next to you kind of thing. And the whole point being that when you got out of high school, everyone knew the exact same information because yeah. information was so <clears throat> new. This information, this technology at the time was so new, they wanted everyone to have the same understanding, the same knowledge as everybody else, because then you could well, you could go into any factory and be able to work, okay. because you had the same base. Everybody had the same foundation, and so that's kind of how our educational system got built, and so that everybody could graduate high school and get a job in a factory. Mm, period. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and so the problem becomes now that we're still educating our kids that way when there's no need for an industrial workforce anymore. Okay. So kids are being taught the exact same thing at the exact same time for the exact same number of years, and you learn, you know, multiplication in third grade, and you learn algebra. So we're all, we're still doing it the exact same way we started it, you know, back in the early um, like late 1800s, early 1900s. We're still doing it that way, and it's not beneficial anymore because we no longer need everybody to come out of high school knowing the exact same thing at the exact same time. For the you know we don't need that anymore, and right. so the challenge is becoming as the world evolves, as the world grows, as technology advances, and all of these things happen, our educational system is just not keeping up. Okay, right, right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> mm -hmm. So that's kind of where we are now, where a lot of countries are retooling and revamping how they educate their children, because again, that's your future. 
that's your workforce of your future. Those mm -hmm. are the people who are going to be running your companies and your factories and your countries in 10, 15, 20 years. So they're revamping how they educate so that these kids are equipped for their future. A lot of times we hear our educational system is equipping our children for their past, not Damn. their future. Damn, okay. <laughs> right. Our educational system wow. is equipping our children for their past, not their future. Yeah. And so our country particularly uh. is having a hard time with that, having a hard time revamping how we educate our kids so that they're prepared for their future because they're not being prepared for the future that they're going to walk into in 10 years, 15 years. I mean, we were talking about how, like, you'll never... These kids will never have to do long division by Oh, hand. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak on that. <laughs> they will never sit down and multiply, you know, divide a four-digit number by a six-digit number. Right. They'll never do that by hand in their life because there won't be a reason to. A computer, a calculator, or whatever can do it with complete accuracy in a half a second. So why would they sit down by hand and take the two minutes it would require for them mm. to be able to do it by hand? Not that they shouldn't understand the concept. So I'm not saying dismiss the concept of long division, but in terms of drilling it and testing it into children when they won't ever need to use it mm -hmm. is the problem. Yeah, right, right. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. So there's got to be a, a revamping and a retooling of how we educate kids and what we're teaching them so that they're prepared and have the skills to do things that they actually are going to need to know how to do. Okay. Not things that they're never going to, like my son has to learn the Pythagorean theorem. He's never going to, ever, ever, ever is he going to, I've never used it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know, <laughs> And I learned right? it when I was in high school. That's I've true. never used it. You've That's never, true. you know what I mean? So never why are we once. still teaching this to kids who are never going to, and I mean, not just teaching it, but drilling it and yeah. testing for it. Like, SATs, have, like everything is built around this kind of archaic information mm -hmm. that they don't need to know how to do. He's never going to use that as a whatever. He's, he wants to be a sports therapist. He's never going to use that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So why are we preparing him and teaching him the things that he may possibly need in his future right, right. as a sports therapist versus he's got to learn... The Pythagorean theorem, you know, and parallel lines and. Carol, you know there's this. I, mean? there, I do. There was this movie called The Cider House Rules. Yeah. You know, with um, uh, to to Toby Maguire, I think, yeah. and um, and uh, Michael Caine, and and an early and an early Char Charlize Theron, yeah. like back in the yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. And I remember there was the yeah, it was the orphanage, and they had a doctor. Um, um, Michael Caine's character was the doctor. And Tobey Maguire's character was this, you know, this eighteen-year-old, uh, uh, and he was—he basically—oh, he'd basically been mentored. Yeah, he'd been mentored, yeah. so he could actually perform surgeries as good as any doctor that went to, right, right, you know, right. to one of the elite universities. But he never had the paperwork, right? right exactly. So Michael Caine's <laughs> character, um, Michael Caine's character, um, trained him. And just being a doctor. And in fact, it was amazing through the yeah. whole movie, you realize that he didn't know about life, like relationships. Right, and then, right, right. He, didn't know, he had to go outside and I think he ended up working at an apple farm or something like that. Oh, wow. and falling in love with uh, Therese, uh, uh, Charlize's character. Char yeah, Charlize Theron's character. Um, so he's learning, how to, learning about life outside of yeah. this, the orphanage where he's, yeah. Um, but, so Michael Caine taught him about being a doctor. 
So that's all the information. And he became a great doctor. Right, right. And so almost what you're saying is, like, what? You go back to whatever, whatever interests you right. as, a, as, a, as, a, as a youngster, then the teacher should be kind of putting that into the education yeah, system. Is that what, what you're well, saying? Kind of. And, and they definitely should be, it should be geared more towards what interests the kids. You know what okay. they what interests them. What literally is going to what what the world is going to look like when they get out of high school or college or whatever wherever okay. they go in terms of their education. But what world are they going to be stepping into, and what part do they want to play in that? And so a lot of it is, I believe, you know, helping these kids, educating them on things that they care about. But I also think a big part of it that we're totally missing is what you were just saying where he, the life stuff he had to get somewhere else uh-huh. versus the life stuff being a part of your education there are places in the world there are there are educational systems in the world where the life stuff the relationship stuff which is actually pretty important you know companies are learning now how critical it is to have people who can build relationships in their company mm. building relationships in your company fostering that kind of communication and empathy and inside of a company is mm. so critical mm. and so having that as a part of our educational system would probably be pretty spectacular and there are countries that are doing that mm-hmm. where um i think it's in finland where the the the, the, the school is like this big open i think it's such a big yeah, open yeah. room big open 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 school with a giant courtyard in the middle and the classes like don't have doors and just kind of open and so kids are spending much more time with each other oh yeah this is yeah right right not just sitting at a desk and learning from a teacher but they're actually spending more time with each other learning from each other helping each other mentoring each other and developing the life skills Uh. not just the math skills or the science skills but the relationships like Relationship building is actually a type of intelligence. You have people who uh, are very good at that, who are very good at building relationships and, and having compassion and showing empathy and being a part of a, a, a bigger group. You have people who are excellent at that, and that's a type of intelligence. And then you have people who aren't as good at it. Uh, and so if you have an environment where kids can build that, that can foster that, that can grow that type of building, communicating relationships. Mm. I think that's another big part of what's missing in our educational system. I have seen students, I've seen teachers revamp their own classroom Mm -hmm. to be more in a circle. So the kids aren't sitting in individual Mm -hmm. desks. They build their classrooms with giant tables and the kids sit around the table. I've seen that. They build, you know, library corners where kids are just going to go sit and hang out in like comfy chairs and read books together. So they're trying to build it in their own classroom. Mm. They're not necessarily getting the support from the outside system, but they're trying to build where these kids are actually spending time with each other, talking to each other and communicating with each other, helping each other. Um, and I think that's sure. one of the things that's just massively missing. Mm-hmm. We're so focused on the academic side of education mm-hmm. and not pairing it with the life side mm-hmm. of education. So you're not saying one or the other. You're actually right. talking about Fostering combining. The, right. And that's yeah. one of the things I like about homeschool is we can do, we can do both here. Okay. You know I mean? We can do the school stuff, the academic stuff, the, the math and science. But then we can also do the communication stuff and the talking about compassion and empathy. And they actually, and not even just just talking about it, but they were saying how um, 
one of the things that the educational system doesn't really do a service to kids is breaking them up by age. Okay. So yeah, the right. five year olds only interact with five year olds, right. and twelve year olds only interact with twelve year olds, and you know what I mean. Yeah. And so that you actually kids are actually helped when they're in in large groups with all the ages, and it helps the little kids because. It helps them mature. It helps them understand things that they may not be exposed to mm. so early. It gives them new insight because they have older kids to, to, to look up to and ask questions. They're not just mimicking whatever amateur interactions they may have here. They're seeing more mature behavior, mm -hmm. more mature actions, mm -hmm. and having someone that can mentor and foster. So mm -hmm. it helps the little kids. And then it helps the older kids because they're learning tolerance and patience mm -hmm. and understanding mm -hmm. and empathy. They're being a mentor. They're the one helping the four-year-old tie his shoe. Right. They're the one helping the eight-year-old, you know, read that word and what is it. So it, it helps the younger and the older to be mixed together. Mm. Um, it helps. So they're, they're literally practicing life skills. They're not just sitting at a desk and learning math. They're actually in a room with all these different ages and interacting with all these different ages. They're actually practicing life skills and learning life skills as they go along with a parent or a teacher to kind of help guide and foster, you know what I'm saying? Right, so that's, right. that's one of the reasons I like to homeschool because we can do that. We can, I got kids of older and younger kind of all in the same room, doing stuff together, helping mm. each other, mm. learning stuff they're not gonna learn in a regular school system, mm. unfortunately. But I feel like they should be. There, there, there should be place. Mm -hmm. Our educational system, educational system needs to, I think, evolve to that place. And we're kind of, like, st teachers are kind of getting it. Mm -hmm. But it's just, again, they don't have the outside support. So they're kind of spending their own money. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> long right. hours trying to build what they see they need, but they can't get the support, you know, outside of them to really build it. So.